Hello, pop stars. I am Cake Pop Clara, and welcome to your second Cake Pop podcast. This one is going to be very informative, so you are going to want to stay tuned. Today, we are discussing building a Lolita coordinate. We definitely touched on what a coordinate was in the last episode, so make sure to check that one out if you haven't listened. We're going to go over everything you would want to know about building a Lolita coordinate and some personal tips and tricks I've discovered throughout the years. So if you've wanted to wear Lolita fashion in your life, keep listening. Your Lolita fashion coordinate. This is going to be the outfit that you either wear to your meetup, maybe you're going out to do errands, or maybe you're just taking some cute photos online. For all of these types of activities, your coordinates might be different. One of the first things you want to think of when planning out your coordinate, whether it's your first coordinate or your next, is the theme of the coordinate. Going along with the theme, you can think about the setting that you're going to. If you're going to a meetup, you might want to be a little more over the top and have a very extravagant theme. You can really go thematic with your coordinate. We like to call it OTT, over the top. Let's say you're going to the grocery store. Maybe you're going to go for a casual look. You can have an OTT gothic chord. You can have an OTT sweet chord. You could have a casual classic chord. There's lots of combinations of themes, sub-styles, so that you can pretty much make endless fun with your wardrobe. This will also help you develop and grow your wardrobe once you have more of an idea of how you want your coordinates to look in the future. One of the first things I like to think about when I was buying dresses was my base color for what I would want most of my coordinates to play off of. This is probably either going to be ivory, white, black. Ivory tends to be really good for classic. They say white is good for sweet and black, obviously gothic. You could even do brown. Brown is pretty hard to find. I tried to do brown and it failed me. These are going to be the types of colors that are maybe your blouse, extra accessories in these colors, or your wrist cuffs, maybe your purses or possibly socks, just different things that you're gonna have more choices of because you wear them more frequently. Yeah, I have like five white blouses. A lot of times they say white for sweet because you'll find white as an accent color on sweet dresses, but you can also find cream. Sometimes you find cream and white on the same dress. I have a lot of dresses like that. You definitely wanna pay attention to detail. Not everything is perfect. It's an art, not a science. Nobody's gonna come at your doorstep smacking you in the head with a purse because your whites don't match or anything like that. Just more guidelines to follow as you are entering the fashion. And if you go off the rails and you go on the crazy train, just know that you are gonna end up spending more money if you do not take this kind of stuff into consideration before making purchases, which is why I want to help you with this podcast. It's a big reason for me doing this podcast is just to get some more information out there it's really good guidelines of how to start obviously i'm not like the kingpin of information here but i do have access to a microphone and i'm able to produce this podcast for you it makes submissions if you would like of topics you would like to hear and i will definitely include it my email is cakepopclara at gmail.com so once you've picked your base color i want to remind you not to use this as a crutch 
a lot of people have maybe what we like to call a vendetta against white shoes and white socks. Well, there are some things that aren't seen as creative in the community and a lot of times it comes from money and just like basic white socks are really easy to get and basic white shoes go with everything. You know, I'm not blaming you for doing that in the slightest, but remember not to use it as a crutch and try to be more creative with your coordinates and you'll actually end up having more fun. Do you have your base color? You're going to want to have a main piece that probably includes this color or goes with the color at least. It's a pretty hard to shoehorn. Let's say you want to use your base color as black and then you have a plain pink JSK. I've done it before. A lot of people do this. If you have all of your accessories as black and then your main color is a different piece, it can be done, but just know that it has been done. Okay. You're not original. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's not usually how it's done. Let's just go with that. Your main piece could either be a JSK, which is considered the easiest to cord, even though if you have an OP, a one-piece dress with sleeves, you don't need to coordinate a blouse, but that's seen as harder to make look balanced because you're not able to include as many as your base color accessories or accent color accessories. Also note with OPs, a lot of times they have bows on the sleeves and puffy sleeves and I don't like looking like a football player and a lot of times it makes me look like a football player. Yikes. Especially if you want to wear like a bolero, which is like a tiny little sweater. If you want to wear one of those, you are probably better off going with a JSK or a skirt. Skirts are really fun and flexible and I want more of them. A skirt is always an option and you can, I would consider having at least two or three in your wardrobe. Um, okay, so now you want to look at the main piece that you picked out and if there's a print, pick accent color from that print. The accent color could be any color in the print that you want to bring to light. Let's say my Milky Pony Carnival is mint and it has pink, yellow, and blue. I don't have any other dresses in my wardrobe that are yellow and blue. Well, I have one. That was a mistake. Okay, I went through a phase. It, but I'm gonna go with pink as my accent color because that's the color I'm most likely to make purchases with. See how that works? You're wanna wanna go with the color you think you might be using more often. But as your wardrobe grows, you're gonna have more fun and flexibility with this. Once you have your accent color and your base color, you pretty much have a lot of what you need to make your coordinate and your theme, of course. So your theme could come from your print, which let's say you have Honey Picnic by Metamorphose. I'm just using dresses I have. <laughs> that one is really cute bears at a picnic so I could have a bear purse or a bear headdress something like that that's what they mean by themes or if you have like a piano print dress or musical notes on there you could have a music theme there's a lot of different things you could go with but a lot of times you really have to look at the cord and to even see the theme a lot of times the color is going to be the most striking thing so that's what I advise you to go with if you have two things that are unicorn theme but they're not matching in color it's not gonna be like oh it was the same theme it's fine if the color is clashing it's not gonna be fine um, so one rule that I learned to really help my coordinates especially starting out was the rule of three let's say I have my main piece which is mint and then I have my base color which is is white and my accent color which is pink. I would try to find three things that are white to put in my coordinate and three things that are pink. So I could have a white bow, a white wrist cuffs, and white purse. No, I wouldn't do that. 
because like you don't want your socks and shoes to be the same color because you want it to stand out so maybe i would have like white socks pink shoes pink wrist cuffs a white bow a white purse and then a pink necklace oh you have it like three different places in your coordinate and that's just something for beginners to help guide their chords that's definitely not a strict rule another reminder I have is to stay within the sub style that you've picked so if you have sweet you're gonna want more poof like if you're wearing your dress without a petticoat or without a floofy petticoat that's more of an old-school style it's not gonna look like a complete cord or maybe it's not gonna look exactly how it should it's gonna look a little bit off let's say you don't have a good petticoat you don't like wearing a petticoat you don't think it's comfortable maybe you just go with old-school then and you might find you like it a lot more because it suits your comfort level. Notice if you're going and traveling within different sub styles and combining things because that can add some confusion to your final coordinate. I am going to interrupt today's podcast episode with a word from our sponsor, Cake Pop Clara's Patreon page. This isn't a normal Patreon page like you might be used to. This Patreon page is for graphic design. If you need any help growing your kawaii brand, Cake Pop Claire's Patreon is a place to get different types of logos and brand materials for your podcast, YouTube channel, or Instagram page. For only $15, you can get a logo. The next tier up, a logo and a banner. I also offer a level of personal one-on-one coaching so that we can work together to bring your vision to life. You can also support me at the cheapest tier of $3 to get tons of cute kawaii graphics and templates usable for your Instagram stories, edits, blog pages, and thumbnails. If you need graphics for your channel or just want to support me, please check out my Patreon page at Cake Pop Clara. Thanks for listening. Let's get back into teaching you how to create a proper coordinate. Another fun thing you can do is go with the jewelry color. So as a sweet Lolita, I like a lot of plastic jewelry that's glittery and resin and it's made out of my accent color. A lot of times you could either go with a gold jewelry or a silver jewelry look and that will be really nice. Or you could do pearls. Just maintain that same color throughout the coordinate and you can definitely use gold and silver jewelry instead of plasticky jewelry or you could even have a statement piece of jewelry i see a lot of really cool stones and stuff being worked in polymer clay that it would be really cool for gothic or really cool granny pendants for classic not granny but you know mockingjay pins you can really have fun with your jewelry I think accessories are one of the parts of Lolita that makes it the most exciting, so don't forget about those. Another consideration you want to take into your coordinate is your hair color. If you have really bright hair and you're going with a gothic or a classic style, it will look cool. I will love you forever. Sometimes I say your hair should match your coordinate though because everything else matches, so when your hair stands out so much, why would you go through all the effort of looking so uniform besides your hair? At the same time, it's your hair. You have the choice of what clothes you put on. If your hair is growing out of your head, you can't just regrow it every time you want a new coordinate.
or knit. So I think it's nitpick at best. If you want to try out a wig, it's just fun to get a natural reddish, blondish, grayish, or any soft pastel color. Any soft colors usually look good with every coordinate. I would recommend one of those types of wigs as your first wig. Messing with those really giant Barbie three wigs in one is going to be really tough for your first coordinate. Your best bet to look like a super angelic pretty model is probably just getting early soft curly pretty realistic looking wig along with your hair you also want to think about your makeup if you don't normally wear makeup you don't have to learn a bunch of stuff to wear Lolia. I would just suggest wearing some mascara, doing your eyebrows a little bit darker with some like a brown eyeshadow and uh, some chapstick. I hate to say it, but that's how I do my eyebrows sometimes. Like I use gel, but if you literally don't have a lot of makeup, that will look really good. You don't want your eyebrows to be looking like super dark and boxy. You just want like a little hinge of color and then maybe a lip color and that will be really soft and pretty. Otherwise, some other popular styles are kawaii makeup with false lashes, eyeliner, glitter. And it's also popular. It's called igari makeup. It's a hangover makeup where you have like blush that goes under your eyes and across the bridge of your nose, which I really like doing a lot. I think it's really cute. Your nails. I think the only thing for your nails is you don't want to have them dirty if you're going to a meet or anything. You could have press-ons or paint them to match your coordinate. There is really cute like bubble nails deco nails that you can even get on etsy people sell really cute charms in them and they well i usually don't do my nails for coordinates i used to though when i first started lolita i feel like a lot of stuff as you start doing it more and more the first meetup i went to like i got my hair professionally cut and i had my sister curl it beforehand and then now i mean for virtual meetups of course you don't have to do it as much but i just had a ponytail like, honestly sometimes you get more used to doing things more naturally and having a soft and elegant look. I feel like the more you wear Lolita fashion, the more natural it comes to you. With all of that stuff kept in mind, I think you will have a really successful coordinate. I also just want to remind you that I do have a YouTube channel where I do make Lolita fashion related videos so you can subscribe to me at Kpop Claire on YouTube. I really hope this helped you out in some way and let me know if you have any submissions for upcoming podcast episodes. Thanks for listening to this Kpop podcast and I'll see you again in two weeks. Bye pop stars!